Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have on Kelly Green. Kelly, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. Kelly is a fantastic guitar player and a fantastic band, Madam Radar. And they used to be the, the Texas KGB, right? That's right. It was obviously Kelly Green band, I whole thing. Which is confusing at first. I'm like, wait, was she in one or two bands? But now the, you guys changed the name, bring it up to speed. Isn't aware. I want to check out, obviously. But you're also in a second band that's all female, right? Packed, what's it called? Yes, uh, yeah, we, Pack. P -A -C -K. Oh, Pack. Okay, yeah. Thought we could talk about that too, also today. Absolutely. But prior to that, if we could just, I want to roll back and talk about the um, most importantly, what's incredible about your band, before you say anything, is the fact that your brother's in it, your husband's in it, <laughs> and your brother's uh, girlfriend is in it, if I'm correct. Yes. So that is that is the dynamic of that that van, and you, and you bring dogs into her too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, our dogs go everywhere. So I don't know how it's not the the uh, the murder van of everybody being in the same car together for so long. I get, that's that's impressive enough. You guys are all happy together, let alone the music. Um, <laughs> but let's let's start back a little bit further back. So the original version of the band was named after you. Yes. Like, how'd that happen? Like, it was about you, and then how'd the band evolve to what it was, to what it is now? So, funny enough, uh, the Texas KGB started from another band. There was a band called Jason Lee, and it was a band with my dad and my husband, Jace, from the Texas KGB. They had a band together, and I joined their band. Basically, I came in as, like, the merch girl. I was like, I'll sell shirts, and then let me play on a couple songs. And then once I got up there, I was like, well, I know this song too. You might as well let me stay for this one too. <laughs> and then I just never got down. I became a part of their band. And we did that for a few years. And kind of towards, the, we were playing with a lot of people that had kids and families. And everyone was kind of just ready to go home and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of settle down. So Jason and I just started to start our own band. We came to Austin, Texas. And it was he, I, and the drummer from the band, Jason Lenny, whose name's Dog Burnett. Uh, he's a former wrestler and <laughs> fun guy. Uh, but we did that for a couple years as a trio around Texas. And then uh, my brother, Cody Lee, who plays drums with us now, came out and originally just played tambourine and saxophone. And then we kind of, uh, we realized like, oh, we want to take this in a different direction. Our other drummer went to go play with David Allen Co. So we were like, oh, this is great. We'll start like a completely different project. Right. Um, and then we we played that as a trio for a couple of years until we started really looking for a bass player. And then we went through a bunch of them and then landed, uh, we found Violet on Craigslist. That's crazy. I mean, you guys yeah. sound fantastic. I mean, the version of that. So, so basically you start off as a, as a merch girl and passive aggressively, you've taken over everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just exactly. I'm just harassing you. You're a fantastic. Guitar no, player, that's, you're not wrong. <laughs> I like to joke, but no, but your band is, all of you are fantastic. Your husband's got a great voice, great player. All of you are just, you know, hands down. And you can tell there's a chemistry. That's why I'm joking with you because you guys do oh, have yeah. a, a, a great chemistry. Um, it shows in your, uh, all your videos, your, your tour videos are, are hilarious and fun. Thank you. You know, we really are uh, best friends. Uh, and this one thing that, you know, when people see us, they're like, wow, you guys actually like each other. But we do, we, you know, we spend all of our time together. We have game nights and then we work out a couple of days a week together and, you know, stay motivated. And uh, it's a really, really cool team to be a part of. It's not like anything else I've ever really done. And I'm really grateful for it. Well, that's what I think it is. I think you, it's, you've built the perfect thing without realizing it. 
So now it's just to appreciate it and respect it and to nurture it, all of you. 100%. It's like a marriage. It's hard work, you know, because any, on any given day you can be hungry or cranky and you just have to support each other, you know, and you take turns being like, no, today's my day to be the crab. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, then it's going to be a challenge just to be in a band with a a relative and your spouse. Like, it's like, what'd you do today? Same thing you did today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I know, I already know that. Like it's got, as far as that goes, but let's talk about like your your guitar playing. You've been playing since you were I don't know, like what, like six or something. And I know you learned yes. from your dad, and and you you just you you kill a guitar. And that's how I came across you. Uh, I think probably on on Instagram, right? Come across most guitar players as of late, and um, yeah. really started getting so backwards got into you first, and then got into the band. You know, um, but at this point, you guys got a pretty slamming band because you you did one or two albums in the first name. As you changed, and now you're Madam Radar, and you've got one, two albums or one? No, two, two. This right? is really okay. second under Madam. Right, yeah. And your big single right now is, is "Hands," which is yes. a great song and a very sad video. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, this the song <laughs> is really wonderful. Oh. You know, the song itself isn't a sad song, but uh, we wanted to we we joke around a lot and we have a good time but we want people to know we also have a serious side and i had an aunt that passed away from cancer this year so it was kind of a, a tribute to her um but also you know the concept of holding hands is so simple until you realize you can't hold hands with somebody and we wanted that to come across in the video and more than anything when people watch that video we hope that they just want to touch somebody that they love so that's the whole point it is, and it was. It, it caught me off guard because I don't always watch a lot of videos, and I really love live music, and I love live YouTube, and even if it's a band with a camera, because you can be forgiving. I just, I just love the live, of the mistakes, you know, and the nooks and crannies in music. But when I come across the video, I go, "Oh, I haven't seen this video. I have heard it live a million times, and I listened to it, and I saw the video. I'm like, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I just sat down with a box of tissues or something. I was like, Oh my god." Yeah. So sad. yeah, we didn't warn anybody except for my mom. I, I let my mom know it was going to be sad. <laughs> well, we've all been affected by cancer. I've had people I've lost in the past year, a couple of people with cancer. So like when you see it, it does hit a, a nerve where you're like, all right, it's going to be a five minute Hallmark moment with some good song, a good song to it, because it's going to tear you up a little bit. How have you, so you, I feel like you guys have taken a lot of advantage of, 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 um, of COVID, not what's going on with it, but you've made good use of the time, you know, with, with work yes. and music material. It was strangely a blessing for us um, because, you know, we are full-time musicians. So if we're not gigging, we're not really making money. And mm-hmm. whenever the world shut down, especially like here in Austin, where we have a lot of, uh, you know, regular shows, we were like, what are we going to do? And we saw a lot of our friends doing the live streaming thing. And we thought, okay, let's, let's give it a go. And it started off in my living room just kind of like we'd put it together every week for like three or four weeks. And finally it was like, Oh, this kind of pandemic might last longer than we were thinking. So we cleaned out our second, uh, our, like our guest bedroom and we created a scene. And for 66 weeks we did live streams and we covered so many of our favorite songs. And uh, it was great because the band really got to sit down and really rehearse for the first time. Usually we kind of like try stuff out live, but now we were, sitting down and we were going over really complicated songs together and it really just made everybody progress as musicians and singers and then also you know like that kind of teamwork really 
it's team building moments. So we got to get closer and more unified as a band. I think playing covers to a lot of people, and to me, like it's always like when you you play guitar, you play a song, and you learn somebody else's. Even if you're not into the song, you realize like you're playing it. You're like, oh, I didn't know that chord was like this. I didn't know that change. That is interesting. That's a lot smarter than I thought that was when I heard that in the elevator or something like you're like exactly. the composition changes to you. You have a different appreciation. Sometimes, sometimes it can go negative. <laughs> you're like, oh, really? That's all it is. That riff I've heard forever is that those three. You know what I mean? I've had that yeah. happen. But for the most part, you're like, oh my god, this is awesome because you know you learn it and, and it helps you as a songwriter. So uh, it, with yeah, all those songs, I- it must have changed or, or added to your your songwriting as a team it stretched our our music vocabulary <laughs> how are you picking out songs for that is it just people bringing so, you in or? Um, basically we were also writing we were trying to write a song a week individually so we were having like all these originals kind of come out but for the covers we were doing a fun segment on our show uh, we called it our mystery theme set and we would pick three songs and we would tie it together together to a theme like stop drop and roll or something like that and people would guess and if they won they would win a prize and we'd ship them something you know um so that's how we were picking all these covers it was kind of just to we create themes and then try to find songs that would make the theme work and we did some really cool stuff like i don't know like witchy woman by the eagles and stuff that you like you if you don't if you don't need to know it you're not going to know it. it's just a great song but when you sit down and really go through it it was like oh wow okay this is this is cool. That's actually happened when I played it. Uh, I was learning an Eagle song. I'm like, because it's always in the background. It's like, you hear bars and elevator music. It's like, it's it's all right. But you've heard it so many, so many times over and over again. And then you play it, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, and that was actually an Eagle song, for example, for me, that actually started to turn my mind around on learning other people's songs just for that reason alone. Yeah. Oh, that that's is cool. an Archangel sweatshirt you're wearing there, a shirt? Yeah, nice. we just went on tour with it. It was awesome. They are awesome. They were Charlie really Sexton, cool. I'm, awesome. Yeah, Doyle Bramhall. And then Chris Layton is one of my all-time heroes. So, I mean, I've watched him since I was a kid, you know, documentaries, music, uh, you know, just like watching shows and stuff and to sit down and be able to talk to him and shake his hand and watch him, you know, right in front of me was something else. And they're, they're like, they should have, they probably have statues all around Texas for those guys. I mean, they're pretty much legendary between Doyle they and Charlie are. and everyone else. I mean, they're just... Yeah. yeah, they had Eric Holden on bass and, uh, you know, they, Tommy Shannon wasn't available, but uh, Eric Holden did a wonderful job and uh, I don't know, they were great. It was it was cool to uh, share the stage with them. That's pretty awesome. How many shows do you guys do? We did three shows with them. How was the audience? They must have really loved you guys because it was a very it was strong similarity. Awesome. Yes, our music paired uh, really well together and we did really really well i'm i'm proud of the guys that's really cool that's really cool what's also great about you, you all of you well you um everybody sings but you have three lead vocalists that's pretty cool so you can it trade off really- you have harmonies you guys sound good together you got the family harmonies in there too a little bit you know absolutely one of the things that i really enjoy about that is you can kind of bring the best of what you have to the set because you're not having to fill an entire night by yourself, you know, in a 40 minute set, I might sing two songs by myself. And then we have a couple songs where all four of us actually sing lead too. So it's kind of, uh, it's really fun to do group vocals and then switch off lines. And 
it's stuff that uh, it reminds me of like bands back in the 60s and 70s and I feel like it's not done as much now it's usually like somebody and then they have a band you may or may not know the band and we're really right. trying to push the band we're like we want everyone to know all four of us kind of like I don't know just to, to share it and there's a little bit of something for everybody you were gonna say the monkeys right no <laughs> no but ser <laughs> seriously <laughs> No, but more more like Fleetwood Mac in a serious note, where everybody is an accomplished musician, could go out and do their own stuff. Or the Eagles or anybody else, you kind of come together. And it is the the, uh, the chemistry of everybody together is built upon, you know. And no one's overriding each other. Uh, it shows in the songs, um, which is funny because, I mean, I'm sure you guys have a ton of original music between yeah, four of you. But you guys actually have a fun cover of, of Radar Love, and I'm sure because it's a play on the name and... You guys are yes. already having fun with the name Madam and, and Radar already, but in the, you know, what the heck is it called with the backwards spelling. So you guys are already yeah. having fun with, with the title. So I mean, some of my favorite bands had like their own theme songs, you know, like Bad Company. Like if you have a song with your own name in it, it's really cool. So that was kind of like our, like a little nod to that, I guess, in a way. But we're like, yeah, Madam Radar, Radar Love. And our fans love that. That's usually like our ender. And we throw down on that one. It's a fun version. It's a good song, though. Just in just in it's general, like, if you don't like if you don't like that song, then there's like no space in my life for you. Like who does yeah. not like? <laughs> I mean, and who does an air drum to it? Who does it the break? And you're like, oh, this is the best. You know, it's 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 too good a song to not to not uh, enjoy. Where are you? Where are you now? Because obviously we're coming in for holidays and stuff, and you have a couple of dates in Texas. What are we looking at in 2023 to really work that album out? Yeah, so uh, we're going to finish the year kind of here and we have we're working on a few projects. We're trying to knock out a few more music videos. Mm -hmm. uh, but next year we're traveling all over from Florida to the Carolinas. We're going up to like Rhode Island, New York, and we're going to head on over to California, Arizona. But that would be good to see you on the road. I mean, I think that's where you guys really are. You're a good live band. You sound, even just on YouTube videos, like the record, you know. You really, and you really are a four piece. It's not a solo. Like I came across you solo. You know, I admit it. It's just, you know, guitar player. And you, you, you had know, a band. Yeah. And they, they do social media, but that's not like the thing. Um, they all actually really love video games and I hate video games. So I feel like Instagram is my video game. I'm like, this is just a game that I can play that, you know, yep. it, it takes up some of my time, but you know, I've, I've made it work for me. And, uh, <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, you know, and, and they, they can do Twitch, but I wouldn't have known them because I also don't do video games for some reason. I guess I, I can appreciate it. Yeah. But I just can't put the tie into so many other things I'd rather do. Like, yeah, for me, I'm like, like, yeah, like nothing. No. <laughs> <on> my guitar. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather play guitar. I'd rather just, I'd rather just look out the window and play. No. Yeah. <laughs> just anything. Actually, yeah. It feels kind of counterproductive to me to pretend I'm somebody else that thinks what it is when I have so many other things I could do as me. You know, you yeah. come home, your kids are like, well, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I just bought the farm. I got to put this person to work and I finished the house. I'm like, that's your game? You're playing like yeah. a make-believe real life? Shouldn't it be like a dragon or a sword or something? Um, but so yeah, funny. you have a stronger me uh, media presence and it shows off your playing, which is nice. You know, the rest of the band should get out there a little bit more. But, you know, I backwards fell in love with the whole band through through you though. You know, I discovered you and I said, "Oh, what else is she doing?" Because I like to do the, the the deep dive. You know. Yeah. And yeah, you sounds like you've done research for sure. I have, and then like I said, "Oh, this is really good. What is she doing?" And then I'm like, "Oh," and then it's like boom, 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 and I'm watching the videos and I'm seeing the band and the family and like this whole thing is just kind of opening up. What's out there? 
and I'm like, wow, it's fantastic. Then and you go back and you listen to the songs again. And I think, you know, for me, when, when, I, when I like somebody, I have to like listen to it. You'll hear a song and you go, it's all right. Well, yeah, anyway, not, not you guys. And then you kind of go back again later on. Like you kind of marinate on it. You go, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes out of the box, it's kind of hard. But then you, those are the bands I usually like for the, let's stay with me. They're just like a, a flash because then it's just like a, a popular song. But you kind of get the meat yeah. and potatoes where it kind of wears in. And that's kind of what's happened to, to you guys. I mean, I heard you and I checked out your band at first. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was getting ready. And then over time, I went back and listened to your album again like a few weeks later. I was like, oh, like, you know what I mean? It kind of a, yeah. kind of a slow burn, um, which is good for um, a deep diver like me. So um, I want to encourage people to check out all of your music out there. I'll put the links up for all your stuff too. And please send me links you want to share um, yeah, with, with everybody. Why are you doing all this though? What about, so what's this all female band thing going on here too, which is pretty cool, but it's hard. I just want to say this one thing. Being a female band, a lot of artists are always like, I don't want to be in a band. What's it like to be in a female band? So starting an all female band <laughs> brings you to the question of everything. Oh, you're an all female band. Yeah, we are an all female band and it is amazing. It's we've been doing it for going on, I guess, over three years now um it's called pack p-a-a-c-k it features uh carrie hudson from carrie hudson and good company andrea mcgee from beetroot revival and she also has a band called andrea mcgee a belfast girl and then also Paige DeChassi from the reverend few and then violet leah from uh madam radar so and uh we kind of at this point still play song like each other's songs we've not written many songs together but it's it started just as having fun with our friends basically we got together we drink wine we eat lots of snacks and then everybody fronts their own band and they're all in bands with their partners so it's this weird like we have a lot in common um really and it just it fell together very naturally and it's one of those things that's just kind of exploded we don't play out often we do uh special shows and then we have a residency at the Saxon pub on Thursday nights in Austin, Texas. And because we're all in bands that tour and do things, it's kind of like right. nights, there'll be all five of us. And if not, we fill in with other friends, uh, either other females or also we'll have our guys that are in our other bands come and jam with us or Ashlyn Shanafelt from the Reverend few. She's the drummer. Uh, will come and sit in with us. So it's kind of a rotating cast. It's part of the reason we call it pack because you never really know like who's going to be there, but uh, it's one of the best things I've ever been a part of. I haven't heard the music, I'll be honest with you. Um, I will have to check it out. But here's with me We're now. I'm going to check out all of your very... stuff, though. You know? Yeah, well, thank so you. Everyone now, I'll have to check out. Solo. Or, you know. They're wonderful. What were you going to say? You going to put something out? You were... Um... Yeah, we're, uh, we're doing a live album recording from the Saxon Pub. Actually, we're going to record in December and put out. Um, it's been very kind of under the radar, but it's really exploded in the Austin music scene. So we're onto something really cool, but it's definitely a, I'd say it's like a side project for all of us that we're all really invested in. <laughs> That's one of the dangers of getting this really cool side project. Also, it's just getting a lot more attention than everything else everyone's been working at their whole lives. You're like, ah, <laughs> but it's um, cool. Cause you know, it's not, not often do you see a group of women get together that actually like each other that can, you know, just, sit in each other and enjoy and be like, okay, this is your moment. This is your moment. This is your moment. So it's cool. 
And if that can violence from the band also, you're like, hey, you know what? Because being on tour with you and doing a band to you, I can't see you enough. Want to be in another band together? <laughs> <laughs> but, I told you, she's, she's my best friend. So She's super talented. She has a beautiful voice, a beautiful bass player. I mean, I, I can see why you'd have her, obviously. You know, you know we uh, put an ad out. Uh, we were asking around. We put stuff out on Facebook. We asked some friends. And jokingly, we put an ad out on Craigslist when we were looking for a bass player going on seven years ago now. And she answered the ad and we thought it was like, we thought we were being catfished. We're like, there's no way this is a real person. And we met her and we did one rehearsal and she looks at us. She's like, so am I in the band? We're like, oh yeah, you're in the band. And it's, it's been a ride ever since. Do you know she's a trained opera singer? I don't know that. No, that's, it makes sense. Opera singing voice. She, uh, she decided to go into I guess contemporary music because she was just enjoying being able to write her own songs and do stuff like that. But uh, yeah, she's a very talented singer. Now a lot of people write their own original opera music nowadays, putting them out. You know? yeah. <laughs> Wait for that original opera yeah. album to drop. She actually put out a Halloween album called uh, Songs from the Pumpkin Patch. And it's really cool. You should check it out. I will. Is it on like, Spotify? Is it on YouTube? Or is yes, that... yeah. yeah, okay. I'll have to check it out. Where are we? So... And then we're going to tour. We're going to do some albums. Hopefully getting to tour like probably this all next year before you do it, like albums. Like, what are you guys thinking? Like, some guys like to do an album and a live album every couple of years. I have a feeling you guys have a lot of music to keep putting out though. So definitely. And the, you know, putting out an album is so expensive now. It's yeah. like, it's $20,000 minimally to record. I mean, unless you do something in your own house, but I don't have anything like that set up and I don't have the knowledge to, to really do that yet. That's something I would love not to look yet. into. Not yet. Not exactly. Not yet. That's not yet. Um, you know, I've been around it a lot, so I kind of understand, but also like it's, you know, it's above my pay grade right now. <laughs> but uh, so it's expensive to record an album, um, but it's also really fun. But I think since we just put this out in July, I think our next step is, to do a couple of singles because we do have a, a ton oh, of yeah. songs. I think we'll put out maybe even 10 singles, who knows before we do another album. But I think our next album would be a live album because I, people just, I, I think they really resonate with our live show and it just captures, you know, I'm hoping to capture the energy mm-hmm. that we have in a live show on an album. So that's like the next goal. I think it's cool. I think I like a lot of bands do because it, it's to have the, you know, it's like a cottage industry to do it yourself where a band like yours can go out and I'd, I'd buy it. Like you'd be like, and then on your website, you're like, I did these shows. These are right off. These are right off the board. You can buy these digital songs live off the board. And yeah. then you, you, so it's obviously helping give back to you guys as a band. So you guys can keep putting it back into the business and, and living, you know, Yeah. but also nice. it, it, well, people forget musicians need money to live. Right. <laughs> I don't pay the well, landlord with my CDs. You know, it, it you know, it's, it's, it's important though. It's, it's a good revenue stream especially if you can do it yourself without any overhead, like recording off the board and then doing digital downloads off your site. Yeah. And the fans get it immediately. And there's no, besides the initial recording costs at one time, you have control over it. Yeah. yeah. Those are some options I've seen bands do that would be kind of cool too. But you're not worrying about the studio, the recording, the pressing. You're like, it's live, it's digital. It's going to hold you over. I like that, yeah. You know, you don't have to do every show. I mean, if you can, it's kind of cool. I don't know what the demand is for certain bands, you know. The bigger bands do it for yeah. everything because everyone likes to have their show. But it wouldn't hurt to have some, some of your main shows out there, digital downloads, and then, you know, special shows or whatever. 
be kind of cool. Yeah, that's actually, a good right? idea. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to seeing you. Are you going to try touring? Like, you, is this level for a band like yours? Are you, how does it work out for touring? Like, I don't even know. Like, if you want to do like a national tour, like next year, do you try hooking up with someone else? Like similar or how do you yeah. do the markets? Yeah, we'll probably do a combination of both. Um, we have a couple of friends, you know, well, I don't want to give away anything yet, but we have some stuff in the works for next year. Um, so hopefully we'll do a run with somebody else. And then we have uh, our own kind of run that we'll go do. We have like little followings and little areas. So we kind of okay. hit those up and just keep them alive. And then uh, and we're going to kind of bounce out to some new areas next year and just, you know, keep finding new friends to hang out with. That would be cool. I was just kind of curious. I wasn't trying to sneak anything out of there. It was just yeah. more like, how's the, the, no, gotcha. Ah, next time. <laughs> Reel it in. No, but like, as far as like a band being like, because you're not like just a, a, a small band, you know, but I mean, you got a good following. I mean, especially to have a um, a following in, 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 in Texas because it's they're natural, like, like the Mecca's now for music. And it's just probably overloaded with artists. And everyone goes to those two places right now. Yeah, so there's definitely to get noticed, big... it's got to be, uh, you know, you got to be up there a little bit, you know. You know, it's cool. Uh, this has been a really good year for us, and it feels like uh, we just keep getting lucky with opportunities. And there's, you know, it's just it's a it's a growing thing, and it's it's nice to see growth over the last year, especially. That that it, it, you should it's, it's well deserved. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more music from you. I just want to get you on today. Next time I said I want to get the whole band on, um, you know, on the show and, and introduce them to everybody else too. But I want people to check you out. Good time, you know, Christmas, get merch site, you know, you know, check them out, see the band, support them, and uh, follow them. Any any, any Thank last you. words for your fans or any new fans? Uh, dot com. <laughs>